Okay, let's move on. And Dr. Cole, next question. Um, what have you seen in providing uh, the needed and necessary care uh, with what you are doing at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush and um, with your partners? Steve, you know, a lot of uh, our responses to this has been driven first by what the federal mandates were and now what's happening locally. And as you know, we've limited services largely in an effort to prevent overwhelming the hospital system uh, and and uh, indirectly with social distancing. So uh, we are seeing patients, but mostly we're on a telemedicine first initiative. And uh, that's we're open for business fully in that regard. And then when patients need to be seen, we take proper precautions, do our physical exams, and then if I need x-rays or MRI, uh, we can get that as well. So it's probably in the office, you know, 15, 20% of what we normally do. Um, I also think that once the elective ban, if you will, or the expansion of essential services happens in Illinois, uh, I don't think it's going to be like the floodgates are opening, quite frankly. I think because of the demand for social distancing and so forth, that people, people's initial willingness and desire uh, to get out of the house is probably going to be a slow go. And frankly, I think that's probably the right answer because we're going to be practicing medicine in a way that we're kind of living with COVID rather than saying like after COVID. So I been a lot of time thinking about this, but that's kind of where we are today. There's been a, it has had a dramatic impact, but certainly if people need care, we're there to provide it. Well, Dr. Cole, I want to uh, now address um, the physical therapy places out there. And one of the fastest growing physical therapy companies is Ivy Rehab. Uh, they have grown now across uh, 11 states. And let's bring on the Chief Development Officer for Ivy Rehab Physical Therapy, Jeremy Vandevender. And Jeremy, thanks so much for uh, being with us here. We want to find out how Ivy Rehab is handling the COVID-19 crisis and what uh, physical therapy places are doing. So, um Tell us uh, how you have shifted from uh, high growth mode uh, prior to the crisis to the current state of uh, operations in your focus. Thank you. Um, it has been a uh, uh, extreme shock from where we were uh, not six, seven weeks ago where we were seeing uh, peak volume in, in our facilities and we're on a, a really strong growth ramp that you mentioned uh, to going into a place where um, pretty consistently we've seen uh, drops of more than 50% of our uh, patient volume from the, the pre-COVID standpoint. Um, with respect to, to IV, as you mentioned, we're in 11 states. We have a, a significant amount of our operations are on the East Coast and in the, in the Northeast part of the United States where uh, we've had a, a earlier and uh, very aggressive impact of COVID. Our headquarters are um, in the New York uh, uh, metro area, and we've got a lot of offices uh, between New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, as well as our presence in the Midwest. So we've been able to see this impact um, uh, roll through our facilities uh, much earlier than uh, many other providers may have seen, given that exposure on the East Coast. And uh, what we saw right out the gate uh, is consistent with what we've heard from other uh, industry providers around the, the drop, particularly in new patients, but also the uh, the fear of patients who were previously consistently coming into the clinics, uh, having that uh, a much lower willingness to do that. Uh, one thing to to point out is uh, across all of our states of operations, and also from the um, the Department of Homeland Security, we have uh, physical therapy as an industry has been uh, uh, 
uh, stated as being an essential industry um, in all of the areas that we operate in. So we have embraced that uh, significantly. Obviously, it was a, a really nice thing to be uh, uh, designated as we do feel that the the service we provide for our patients is essential. We're addressing their pain and their mobility and their dysfunction during a really critical time. But with that drop in patient volume, as you could imagine, we've had to uh, recourse and and, uh, find ourselves in areas that we previously weren't, particularly in telehealth. Uh, We were able to and have been able to ramp up a national telehealth uh, platform very quickly to a point where uh, a month ago, we had never provided a telehealth visit, and at this point, we're doing over a thousand telehealth visits per day. So it's been a, a really exciting um, evolution in the way that we practice and the ability to engage our patients. Uh, that being said, we have remained open in uh, nearly all of our facilities across the country. We practice very rigid social distancing, cleaning, having uh, personal protective equipment on our therapist, and ensuring that our patients are safe and healthy uh, through the course of this. Yeah, we're visiting with Jeremy Vandevender. He's with Ivy Rehab Physical Therapy. Jeremy is a physical therapist by background with 21 years of experience in orthopedic and sports medicine as a clinician, educator, operations executive. So it's great to have you on, Jeremy. And uh, Dr. Cole, I'll uh, turn it over to you for the next question. Jeremy, I'm interested to know, you know, we when stay-at-home orders uh, begin to be lifted as they already are in various states, we're, th- that's not synonymous with normal. And how all of the steps that you just defined, I'm curious, what's your vision of the way your business will look in the next, say, 60 days to 90 days? And I'm curious what you guys are talking about internally, what things have to happen to let to allow you the, the, the runway to actually change and, and go back in some format to the way things were pre-COVID. Yes, thank you. Um, you know, one thing that uh, is the most obvious impact to a business, what we're uh, cautiously optimistic and looking towards um, as a, uh, what's really going to define the story of our next 60 days is how the uh, the orthopedic providers, um, their practices, uh, we've seen uh, really the cessation of anything orthopedic, any surgeries, and even more so the in-clinic visits that are non-surgical, that are often uh, physical therapy cases, uh, really uh, cease to exist over the last six, seven weeks. So uh, the, the fundamental thing will be how does the public, uh, the patient base, react to um, having some of these uh, restrictions lifted and being able to return to a uh, um, an access to care with uh, surgeons like yourself. That'll be a real driver. Uh, one of the, the things that we've seen and we expect to be a, uh, a different landscape within the, the physical therapy world uh, coming out of this stage we're in right now and, and into a, uh, the next phase of uh, how we operate across the country is telehealth, as I mentioned before. Um, we rolled out our telehealth program very quickly um, across an entire platform, something we're really proud of. But when you do that, it, it's a a critical piece for, for us, the, the leadership at Ivy, to note that we don't see this being a flash in the pan with telehealth. We we see telehealth being a central part of the way that care um, in the physical therapy world is uh, provided long-term. So with that being the case, we're very focused as a leadership team in making the right investments in and developing a, um, a fully integrated industry-leading platform 
that allows patients to access care through telehealth at the highest level um, they could ever expect, along with in-clinic visits. So um, I think the, the future of physical therapy and having telehealth be a part of that is something that is uh, going to be adopted much more quickly than we would have expected um, without the COVID crisis. That's, that's you know, it's interesting because our, our conversations, our narrative is mirroring your narrative, and it's fascinating how we have this layered or it's sort of an onion. You know, you, it starts with the the um, interdependence that we have on you providing quality care for our patients. Um, and when we can't see people, then obvi- the obvious happens where there's there's people that are just not getting into your clinics. Do you, can you give me a, 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 a snapshot of how you think you're, once we get up and running, when I get up and running, which is, you know, every week is a bit more, uh, uh, but we'll, we I know our throughput because we will be doing temperature checks, we will be doing history checks, patients are going to be asked to come in with masks, all of our staff will be wearing masks, I will be wearing a mask, hygiene takes longer, Uh, wiping down the surfaces, cleaning between rooms, all of that uh, has a burden and it's the proper burden uh, to protect one another, our staff and our patients. What are you going to do in a physical therapy clinic in the next 60 days? What's it going to look like, you know, physically if I'm a patient coming in and getting treated hands-on because I need your hands-on, I need your expertise, uh, can't get it in a telemedicine visit? What do you think it's going to look like? Yeah, great question. Those are all things that we have been doing um, during the course of time where we've remained open. As, as I mentioned before, our operations are open in you know, 95% of cases across the country within our facilities where Patients do continue to come in for visits. The, the volume is obviously down based upon um, some patient concerns, particularly in the Northeast. But so we are we have been uh, uh, creating an environment um, uh, similar to what you just described for the last month and a half, where our therapists are wearing masks currently, um, our therapists are wearing gloves, our therapists are practicing social distancing um, consistently across all of our facilities. We're ensuring that. Um, and we always do this under normal course of time, that cleaning every table, every piece of equipment in between use, but elevating that to a, a much higher level. Uh, we have thermometers in all of our clinics where we're making sure that the patients who do come in um, beyond being just screened from a uh, exposure standpoint and, and understanding where they've been and, and what, what might have created a scenario by which they're higher risk, but also doing the, the temperature checks and making sure that in each event, both our, fa- our staff and our, ther- and our patients are uh, um, adequately screened. Uh, we're doing that. We're going to continue to do that um, in perpetuity until we have some guidance that that's not necessary. Um, I would expect that to be for quite a long period of time. So I, we're in a position now where we've been hypervigilant around safety and around patient uh, uh, concerns. So I, I see that continuing, and, and we're in good practice at this point. Um, what I would expect is that there will be a, a significant increase in the, in the patients who are looking to go to physical therapy. I think when we look at uh, the, the volume that will be returning to orthopedic surgery practices and the delays that it, you as uh, surgeons will have in getting cases in, I, I think it's a, a really great opportunity for us to have the chance to work with patients on a preoperative basis to make sure that they're able to um, overcome any of the deficits that might have been further impacted by uh, the delays that we've experienced. So uh, we're excited for that. And to put our hands on patients, as you mentioned, is the number one thing we do as clinicians. And um, that's our uh, the impact we provide. So making sure we can get those patients into the clinic is critical. Uh, I think we're doing everything we could ever be asked to do and more. 
to ensure the safety and, uh, and health of our patients and our staff. Their website is ivyrehab.com. And many thanks to Jeremy Vandevender, the Chief Development Officer for IV Rehab Physical Therapy, for being our guest here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Thanks, Jeremy. Great stuff. We appreciate continued success for IV Rehab. Thank you very much. I uh, appreciate the time. Stay uh, safe and healthy and uh, take care. You as well. We need to take a break here on Sports Medicine Weekly. When we return, Dr. Cole and I will be back with our staple of the show. It's our Ask the Doctor segment. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly, only on 670 The Score. <laughs> 